You're listening to Radio MD. She's a chiropractic physician, lecturer, author, entrepreneur, and talk show host. She's Dr. Suzanne Bennett. It's time now for Wellness for Life Radio. Here's Dr. Suzanne. The lymphatic system is a network of tissues and channels that help rid the body of toxins, wastes, and other unwanted materials. Now, the primary function of the lymphatic system is to transport lymph. This is a fluid that contains infection-fighting white blood cells throughout the body. Now, the lymphatic system primarily consists of all forms of channels, but this this lymphatic system is super important in that it will filter out such as within the tonsils. We know about the adenoids. We know also about the spleen, right? These are the uh, lymphatic system. But the area we will focus on today is the breast lymphatic system and why it's so important to actively drain the lymph system of the breast. Dr. Loretta Friedman is a chiropractic physician specializing in metabolic detoxification, anti-aging, and women's health, and is the creator of Lymph Biologics. This is a unique form of lymphatic drainage technique. Welcome to Wellness for Life, Dr. Loretta. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm very excited. Yay, yay. Well, gosh, let's go right into what lymphatic drainage is and why is it so important for optimal health? Well, lymph drainage, the lymphatic system is what delivers the immune response, okay? So it doesn't matter whether it's an illness or an injury or trauma, it's the lymphatic system that helps the body uh, cope with or heal from whatever it is that's going on. So let's say you sprain your ankle, right? And it blows up like an orange or a grapefruit. That's all lymphatic fluid. That fluid is actually um, an innate uh, ability of the body to try to uh, mitigate any further damage from going on to your ankle. That's why it swells and it gets all inflamed like that. You can't weight bear on it. You can't move it. And that's the body's way of telling you, uh, uh, you need to let this heal. You need to let this, you know, do its thing before you can use it again. Um, in my world, um, the, the lymphatic system is key and important because it it contains or it holds on to toxicity. This is what the problem is with the lymph system in today's day and age, that um, it, it holds on to all kinds of toxicity. And these toxins create blockages and stagnation that don't allow the lymph to flow properly. And when the lymphatic system does not flow properly, it, it causes things like autoimmune diseases and or cancers. And for women like us, the, the stagnation and the blockages of the lymph occur specifically in our breast tissue because this is mostly lymphoid tissue. So those toxins that become stagnant and blocked that cause cancer and autoimmune disease, this happens in our breast tissue. In 2014, there was a study that was done that showed when they tested women's breast tissue, it tested positive for 17 different dangerous chemicals that all cause cancer and autoimmune. So this is a very real thing. This is not, you know, a theory. This is not imagined. This is something that goes on and that nobody is really looking at or addressing or, uh, you know, able to help women in a way that it reduces the incidence of cancer and or autoimmune disease that are occurring in the female population. Do you think that then you're saying is that pretty much all women have toxins in our breast? Um, not all, okay? Some people 
are able to detox. Some people are able to transport toxicity out of their systems through the liver and out through the urine and the feces without a problem. But there are a number of people in this country, in this world, that cannot do that. They don't have this ability to detoxify themselves. And these toxins build and they cause disease and they cause illness. They, you know, they can be, and the, the toxicity, the exposure is in the air that we breathe and the water that we drink and the foods that we eat. These are all filled with chemicals and pesticides and antibiotics and steroids. And these get into our system and not everybody can get them out, uh, you know, equally. I think that, um, you know, one of the things, not just because of the lymphatics, but the breast tissue is a fatty tissue. There's a lot of fat in it as well. And uh, fat has a tendency to hold on to toxins, more toxins that all the toxins that were exposed to the pesticides, as you're saying, solvents, um, heavy metals, these are all uh, lipophilic. I mean, they, it loves fat. So it's stable. It's stable in fat and stores in fat. So it totally makes sense that we want to improve uh, removal of these toxins through the lymphatic drainage techniques. You know, I tell my patients, I don't know about you, Dr. Loretta, but I tell my patients, uh, women to uh, wear bras that have don't have the wires, you know, the wireless ones, not the push-up bras, oh, the one that has, gives you oh maximum God. support. Because I really think that the restriction, right, increases that stagnation of lymph system and promotes toxicity of the breast. Absolutely. It doesn't allow the breasts to drain. It's, it's pinching them and it's holding them uh, so tightly. And the other thing is, is, how many women do you know that are well endowed that wear a bra to bed? Okay, that wear a bra 24-7 because they're, they're just not comfortable with the girls hanging out without some support. This is, you know, this is what they say. And that is the worst thing that you can do to have that kind of compression going on all the time, all the time, all the time. You, you have to let your breasts move. You have to let them breathe. You have to let them flow a little bit. You know, and there are many, many things like um, dry brushing that people can do to even if you're not suffering from something like lymphedema or, uh, you know, a lymph problem, just to move the fluid in your body, just to get the circulation going. Um, you know, this is something that women can do in the shower for themselves every day. Start at the wrist and work down towards the heart and towards your chest and then do the other side and work towards your heart. As long as it's always coming back towards the heart, this is how you remove fluid, you know, and toxicity from your body. Right. So, so we all have this drainage uh, tissue that goes and drains towards the heart, which means it's the left side of the body, and you want to go ahead and move that. And is that what your program is about? Is that you actually teach this for women? I teach women um, how to um, any. Uh, let me back up for one second. So anybody, any woman who has lumpy, bumpy, tender breasts has toxicity in her system whether it's hormonal imbalance and the lumpy, bumpy tenderness only happens once a month and it's elevated estrogen levels, or she has fibrous tissue that's lumpy, bumpy all the time. Um, that is toxin. That is representative of toxicity in the body. What I teach women is I teach women how to um, eat 
um, and avoid foods that create inflammation in the body. I teach women how uh, breathing is very important and essential uh, to get the lymphatic uh, system moving, how to wear loose clothes and don't wear things that are too tight, uh, you know, around their body because this is a problem. So, you know, and how to um, also avoid, um, you know, uh, stressful situations, it, which is mostly impossible, but you know, we, can, we can try. You know, we can, you know. How do you feel about uh, the, those stockings that they're medical stockings that help you with um, swollen ankles, swollen legs. Do you believe in that? The, the compression dressings that uh, people wear for the swollen arms and the swollen legs, yes, that can help with helping fluid come back to the heart. The lymph system has no pump, okay? It's not like the circulatory system that has your heart beating and it's moving blood through your system. The only way that the lymph moves is through muscle. So every time you walk, every time you take a step, every time you move, the, the lymph gets squeezed and it, and it moves through your body. So um, people who have, um, um, you know, suffer from lymphedema, which is 10 million people in this country. That is a big number, 10 million, okay? Um, more people suffer from uh, lymphedema in this country than they do any other uh, diseases combined, like multiple sclerosis, ALS, Parkinson's disease, and AIDS combined don't outnumber the number of people who suffer from lymphedema in this country. But the compression dressings, compression uh, stockings can be very helpful. But in and of themselves, they don't really do anything, okay? They don't remove the toxicity. The key to getting rid of lymphedema is removing the toxins. It's also why lymphatic massage is, forgive me, is a bit of an oxymoron because it doesn't get rid of the toxins. It pushes the fluid around and it may reduce the circumference of a limb or an arm or a leg, but it doesn't get at the core problem, which is the toxicity that's causing the blockage and the stagnation of the lymph. So, you know, it's only half measures. Got it. So full body exercise would be very uh, beneficial to help you with moving the lymph. But how, yes. how do we get the toxins out of the tissue now? Um, you, you do teach breast lymphatic massage, I believe, but how do you, how, what is your methodology of getting the toxins out? So first thing, the thing that I do is I do, you would know this, you would be familiar with this. Do you know what a bioimpedance analysis is? You know what those sure. are. So mm -hmm. um, I, I do a cell test. I do what I call an aging analysis to all the patients that come into my office who have um, uh, lymph problems because this test um, yields a tremendous amount of uh, information regarding what kind of shape your cells are in. So I can see if the cells are aging prematurely. I can see if there are any nutritional deficiencies that are present. But for lymphedema patients, what's key is a shift of fluid from inside the cell to outside the cell. That shift from inside to outside is indicative of toxicity. So I can see just how toxic somebody is. And depending on how much toxicity somebody has in their system will lead me to either order 
additional tests like a urine test for heavy metal or hepatic, a urine test for hepatic function or a stool test for leaky gut. And from there, we can know very specifically what may be the problem and why these people are not able to detoxify themselves. But for those people who just have toxicity and aren't able to do further testing, it'll lead me to believe if it's, the numbers are high, let's say they have heavy metals present. So I create protocols for them that include homeopathics, that include chelators, that include supplements that will help to pull out and remove the toxins from their body. And these are all uh, created individually for each person because no two people are the same. So, you know, what works for one doesn't work for another necessarily. For the listeners who um, don't know what bioimpedance analysis is, it's actually similar to a body composition analysis where there's a machine and it reads your electrical current, but it really reads um, and it it helps you look at how much fat percentage you have, how much muscle mass you have, and how much water you've got. And they're looking at the water regarding the intracellular inside the cell. Uh, you want it to be anywhere from 55 to 60%. And then outside the cell where you want less. You don't want all the water outside the cell. You want the cell to be hydrated. So you want the outside to be having a less amount, whether it's 35 to 40% of the water. So that's what Dr. Lora is talking about. And she's she uses that to, to indirectly look at possibly the toxicity level within your system. Exactly. That shift, I have a, that 60-40 ratio is ideal. And when that's off, it lends you to believe that the cell is losing fluid in order to dilute the toxins that are in the system there. Fantastic. So, and that dilution is what shrinks the cell. Because you're absolutely right. You want the cell to be nice and plump and grape-like. You do not want it to be shrinking like a raisin or a prune. Very good. Now, now, let's talk about men. Now, men have breasts too. And as we are increasing in this country of obesity, you naturally men have more breast tissue and they get larger. Uh, they're called man boobs if you want. So should men also actively create lymphatic drainage within themselves too? Yeah, I mean, if men are suffering from, you know, from excess fat in and around their, you know, breast area, they should be concerned about the fact that they may be holding on to toxicity in that tissue as well. But to be perfectly honest with you, I believe wholeheartedly that the prostate is what, is what detoxifies toxicity in men. This is why all prostates are become cancerous at such a, you know, becoming cancerous at such an early, early age now. But it's the prostate that actually filters toxicity. And this is why all prostates, if men lived long enough, they'd all die of prostate cancer. Something else doesn't kill them first. Um, because the toxicity that the prostate is filtering is just gathering in there for all these years. And because toxicity is so high in the environment now that men are coming up with prostate cancer at younger and younger ages. 
because they're tox they're they're not able to detoxify all the, these toxins. And I wish somebody would do a study. I wish somebody would test men's prostates just like they did women's breast tissue to see to find these toxic you know chemicals because I really do believe they're there. I really do believe that that's what's going on. That the prostate is the filter for toxicity in men, and you know they don't pay attention to that. I agree about that, Dr. Loretta. I, I know I've done studies on the prostate. I'm looking, what I mean by the studies, I, I researched about it. And there was a study that came out about, I guess, about five years ago. And specifically, it, it spoke about, it. they found out that men who actually ejaculate more often as they get older, not that they're doing more, but they continue to ejaculate regularly, they have less likelihood of prostate cancer. And that's because, again, I, I, I always say that the prostate's like a vacuum cleaner of the men, man's body, it just mm -hmm. sucks in everything and all the chemicals and toxins and dirt. And so mm -hmm. it needs to be, it needs to um, remove, you need to go ahead and flush it out. And the best way to do that is through ejaculation. Right, absolutely. It needs to be squeezed. It needs to be compressed so you can, you know, get whatever's in there out. So, and, you know, the, pro right. the problem is, is that, you know, all these, all these men are on statin drugs, you know, they're all on statins and the statins lower their cholesterol. So cholesterol is the building block for sex hormones. So their testosterone levels are low. So now they're all taking, you know, now you see all these commercials for testosterone for men because their testosterone levels have sunk. So even though they have the little, you know, the little blue pill, they don't really, they have no desire to put it anywhere, <laughs> even though they can because <laughs> their testosterone levels are so low, you know, and they don't necessarily go to the doctor to address this, you know, they don't talk about it. Right. Uh, as freely as women do. So, you know, they find it embarrassing or whatever. So, yeah, so they they can put it somewhere, but they don't have a desire to, and they're not telling anybody. So it's not getting, the prostate isn't getting squeezed the way it's supposed to. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Thank you. Yeah. I would like to ask you on another you know, direction here. Is it safe for women to practice breast massage if you have cancer, breast cancer specifically? you know, breast lymphatic drainage. Is it, is, can women who have breast cancer do it? Oh, no, absolutely. I, I treat women with breast cancer all the time. And um, it gets rid of all that inflammation and all that uh, tightness and all that heaviness that goes on, um, you know, pre and post-operatively. You know, I see a lot of post-op women um, after they've had the breast cancer removed or lumpectomy. And uh, I have to tell you, the healing and the decrease in infection is amazing compared to those women who they pull the drains out too quickly and they send them home and, you know, they're still swelling and they're still inflamed and the fluid's gathering. And the next thing you know, they're back in the hospital and they're on antibiotics. And yeah, I can avoid all that. So I can, you know... Yeah, get them through all of that very, very nicely. Um, but um, yeah, how about this? How about the thought of how about the thought of possibility of spreading uh, rogue cancer cells? You know what? I, I I don't believe that's true because you're you're the cancer cells are more likely to spread through the blood vessels than they are through the lymphatic system. The lymph is designed to, you know, try to eradicate and uh, stop uh, these cancer cells. 
So, you know, uh, I really do believe that the cancer is spread through. And we know that, you know, once uh, neogenesis occurs, you know, with cancer, that's, you know, that's it. You know, you have, a, you know, more of a metastatic situation going on. So that's why I like, I like um, uh, thermographies, you know, as a, as a test for breast cancer, much, much better than mammographies because mammography doesn't really tell you anything. At least the thermography will show you if there's any neogenesis or any new blood supply that might be getting created that says, uh-oh, you know, this, this could be, you know, a cancer situation here. Let's, you know, we have to get serious. Where mammography doesn't tell you that. It doesn't, you know, and you can walk around like that for much too long and then, it's, and then you have full-blown cancer you know, that could have been dealt with a year mm. or more earlier if the proper testing, you know, had been done. So, you know, and it's a shame. I, I, you know, yeah, I don't know why they don't uh, pay for, you know, thermographies. So that's a whole other conversation. Got it. I, I've had thermography myself because I, I don't like uh, radiation. Mm -hmm. I'd rather choose, I choose not to. So I use thermography. Yeah. No, it works well. Uh, for my yeah, own. It's excellent. Yes, and it sure does. We only have a couple more minutes left. Can you give us some tips on what women and men can do to improve our lymph system for breast health? Sure. Um, first thing that, like I said, first thing that somebody can do is they can try to um, eat right or eat well. Um, you can try to avoid uh, inflammatory foods, things like dairies, things like grains, um, you know, try no, to oh. eat. What? what I'm saying, I'm so sorry, Dr. Loretta. I actually meant the physical, the physic physically, how do you improve the lymph drainage by the physical action of massaging your lymph? Oh, well, uh, deep breathing, okay, along with dry brushing, uh, deep breathing, uh, things like yoga are very uh, helpful. Hot and or cold showers can be very helpful to dilate the blood vessels, you know, and then the cold shower um, uh, shrivels the blood vessels, you know, shrinks them. Um, you know, other treatments, like I said, you want to avoid uh, tight clothing. You want to um, uh, get enough sleep. Sleep is key. People do not realize that not getting enough sleep can really alter their health. People think six, you know, five and six hours is, is they're good, you know, they're good to go, and, and that's it, that's all they need. It is not true. We really need eight hours of sleep, or even more, nine hours of sleep, to let the body rest. Um, really tell people to try and avoid sugar as much as possible, because sugar is a huge, huge inflammatory component that helps to, you know what I mean, that just doesn't allow the lymph to drain properly. It contributes to it. And as I mentioned earlier, trying to relieve stress as much as possible is also key because the adrenal glands produce inflammation. When, when you have intermittent uh, cortisol production throughout the day as a stress reaction, you're producing inf inflammation in your system. That inflammation is the lymph. The lymph goes to whatever area in your body of involvement and, and it gets stuck there. So you have a lot of aches, you have a lot of pains. When people are really stressed out, this is why they're achy, you know what I mean? And they're cranky and, they, you know, everything hurts because the lymph fluid is getting stuck in the tissue and it's not able to get mm. out. So these are some of the tips that I try to, you know, give my patients. 
Mm. Uh, you know, I just want to make a, just mention that when when we do have adrenal stress and cortisol, I, I think the swelling, what you meant was probably the swelling that occurs when you have a lot of cortisol rather than inflammation, like inflammation, cortisol is naturally supposed to reduce inflammation in our body, right? It, it's very much like an anti-inflammatory, but what the cortisol does is it increases water retention and, and it does cause swelling. Is that what you're... you're right. Water, okay, exactly. Gotcha. Water, that, that, water, that water retention is lymph. And that, right. that lymph is what causes all the aches and all the pains and, you know, causes a, causes a problem, you know, in, you. in our bodies. Oh, gosh. Great information, Dr. Loretta. Where can we find more about you and your work? Um, you can go to my website, um, Synergy Health. Associates, uh, Synergy with an S, and Associates also with an S, plural. Um, I'm also on Instagram, uh, same thing, Synergy Health Associates. Um, you can um, uh, email me at Dr. Loretta, uh, Dr. Loretta, at Dr. Spelled Out, Loretta.com. Um, or people can call the office. Um, you know, I answer the phone. I talk to everybody, Dr. Suzanne. There isn't anybody oh. who comes in here that I haven't had a conversation with previously. The office number here is 212-243-5515. And that's the direct number here. Thank so, you. Um, Gosh. You know, Thanks so Hello, much for thank your generous you so time and your information, SynergyHealthAssociates.com. I know that people that are listening here are going to get such value. Thank you again, Dr. Loretta. Great. Oh, everyone, you got to go in and start looking at your breasts and men and women, you know, start moving and help you cleanse out those toxins so that it improve your health and optimize your energy level, etc. Now, I know that if, if um, any of your your loved ones might have some issues with the breasts or just in general, they don't feel good. Gosh, give them this, this um, podcast so that you, it, it will definitely change the life for the better. Now, if you haven't subscribed, definitely do so so we can continue to do our very best here on Wellness for Life. And if you need to get any help to dig deeper within your health, health issues, I work with people globally through phone and Skype consultations. My contact info is available on my website, drsuzanne.com. Until next time, go out there and live your best life today full of energy, enthusiasm, and ultimate health and wellness. This is Dr. Suzanne sharing natural strategies on the Wellness for Life show right here on Radio MD. Stay well.